Hey, you. Yeah, you. You, come here. I want to show you. This is what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party. Sleeping away much of the day to recover from their wounds. Shaft and Shakara's attempts at remaining hidden fail under the scrutiny of a paladin tracker. Able to find signs of their travel to the farm from the tower. A search of the structures on the property lead to a brief discussion with Shakara and the paladins, before violence becomes the only option. And over here? Eh? The adventure continues. One approaches Shaft, the other Hork. Shaft, two punches. 17 and a 16. I will use my reaction to use Defensive Duelist to raise my AC by 4, giving me a 20 AC. That's for a single hit, right? Yeah, and so I have a armor class of 16 normally, so that would mean 1 would hit. Alright, so you'll block 1. That means you'll just take 11 bludgeoning from the single punch. Hork get hit, gets hit with a 22 and a 17, so both are going to hit him. Ouch, a total of 27 bludgeoning for Hork. How's Hork looking? I mean, he's fully rested. Like, that's the first hit he's taken. Oh, okay. He's, he's remained, He's you know, he's kind of been in the back, um, just sneaking in shots where he could. That's right. They, they've all been hitting me. That's right. Correct. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shaft, you're up again. Uh, you hear clearly the, the sounds of more yelling from outside. And you hear the sound of now the back door being thrown open. And it slams against the side of the house. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to finish this guy off. So I'm going to sort of spin around trying to take uh, my scimitar out at his knees, try to try to go right across to the bottom of his legs. So that's a 15. I assume that doesn't hit. No, no. So then I, I'll circle back, trying to sort of shoot up through across his chest. Uh, 17. No, unfortunately not. AC is 18 for these guys. All right. Then... Hmm. I'm going to go for my third attack, I guess. With the short sword. 26 to hit. Yes, you got him. 25 points of damage. That was a very, very good hit. Good enough? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> oh, okay. You bloody just bloody, though. Put it that way. Mm. Hork, now in the, in the melee fray, is going to have to put the bow away. Take out his great axe. Still going to start cleaving away, though. Yeah, if, if he wasn't adjacent, he would have tried to... Tried to pull Shakara kind of out of <laughs> out of the middle of everything, but he's going to do what he can. 11 for the first swing is a miss. Second swing is a 25, however. Nine slashing on number two. Shakara, secret, secret death save. Paladins. I mean, it, it is just an absolute slugfest now. Uh, it, it looks, it, it does look, uh, appear as like both of the Samuel's guards and, and well, all three of them, like the way you've seen them fighting, um, the stances that, that they take, there's clearly like a adept and, and trained in like hand to hand type of, of combat. Uh, as I mean, you've seen, like they don't carry any other type of weapons. Critical punch to shaft for the first one. Okay, can I? Uh, well, technically, I guess you've given me the dog. We'll see. So. 
uh, when you make an attack against me, I can spend a luck die to make you reroll. So I'm going to make you do that. Well, that is now only a 10. That's much better. Okay. Uh, second punch, <laughs> however, is a 24. Uh, can't block that one. Or I'm not going to block it with my last luck point. <laughs> you should. I, you should. 13 bludgeoning to you. You can't defensive duelist again? Uh, uh, but it's not going to get me to 20. It only gets me to 20. Oh. And a on Horik, a critical hit, which he does not have any luck or... Neither luck nor is he <laughs> deft uh, in, in much. <laughs> but, I mean, a critical for the punch. While they're able to throw many punches a turn, they're not doing, you know, excessive damage. That being said, the first punch, uh, critical hit is going to be 20 damage to Horik. Follow-up punch uh, is only 17, which unfortunately does beat Hork's AC, taking another 12 bludgeoning. Shaft. All right, let's see if I can finish this guy off. First attack. Okay, I'm going to sort of I bend down, I jump up in the air, and I swing across trying to hit him across the head with a 26. Six, 16 points. Still up. All right, second attack. So I, I land back down, and I sort of sweep, I sort of punch in with my uh, my scimitar uh, with a 15 to hit. Mm, not gonna do it. Doesn't do it. So then I will sort of move around him a little bit and take my third attack. 27 to hit. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> 25 points of damage. And that is more than enough. So as as I sort of. I land, I swing at him, I miss my second time, I sort of do a little bit of a little barrel roll onto the ground and come up and find a small little chink in his armor and slice up inside with the uh, the acid sort of pouring out of the wound as he falls. Hey! <laughs> Critical hit with Shaft's battle cry, or Hork's battle cry. <laughs> Is that what that was? Uh, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't know. You're 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 taking a nap there, Shikar. Yeah. Didn't, didn't get enough of a rest here. Looked like a good place for a lay down. Uh, 19 damage with uh, Hork's critical second hit. Or second strike, sorry, is a 26 for another 10 damage, which is enough to take down the third. All right. Shikara, secret death save. Shakara on the ground. Shaft and Hork, you see Shakara's eyes just jolt open <gasps> as they got a 20. You have one hit point now, Shakara. Oh my gosh, I thought you were going the other way with that. Uh, I did too. <laughs> no? Oh. Wow, okay. I'm rolling a lot of crits tonight. Shakara, you regain consciousness in time to hear more heavy footfalls on the wooden floorboards of the house as. The remaining paladins burst in. Coming into view in the hallway between these two doors, you see that they've entered from either side of it. They round the corner to survey what's what's happened. And, you know, they look at the three the three of their, their, their buddies that you've killed. The kind of one in the lead. Look, you're only supposed to be given one chance. Clearly you didn't take it. I'm giving you a second. Give us what we're here for. Then back to the top of Shaft. I cast Wind Wall in the hallway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you uh, make a 50-foot long, 15-foot high, 1-foot thick wall. 
when it appears, each creature within the area makes a strength saving throw. The creature takes 3d8 bludgeoning damage on a failed save, half as much on a successful. Uh, 23, 16, and a 16. Yeah, they saved. All of them saved. So let's see what their damage is here. Uh, well, at least it's got good damage. It's 18, so half of that. Nine each. As a bonus action, can I chuck a healing potion over to Shakara? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you throw it to her for sure. It is uh, just a regular potion of healing now. 2d4 plus 2. That's all I got. Okay. Um, Horik pulls out his bow again. Stowing his great axe. Kind of seeing you. Hey there! <laughs> and he plucks four times rapid succession on the string of, of the bow erupting through the, the floorboards, you know, splintering through the floorboards. A stone wall shoots up in front of the hallway, completely blocking in this segmented uh, wall of of the house. The wall is six inches thick, composed of 10, 10 by 10 foot panels. So like it's easily taking up the, the entire half. It's like segments this entire building in half. Uh, not quite cutting through any creature's space, however, though. The paladins don't need to make any type of a check. But it does have, the wall does have its own AC, and each panel has 30 hit points per inch of thickness. So, plenty of room to take full advantage of the full six inches of, uh, you never let an inch go to waste, uh, as Horik always <laughs> says. <laughs> and uh, that's his turn. Shakara. I will take the healing potion that Shaft gave me and hold on to it and I will lay on hands for 40 hit points. Is that all you got? That is all I can do. Okay, are, are, are you moving? Are you standing your ground here? Um, I guess we'll... You can hear now like the, the sounds of muffled cries from the other side of the wall as the paladins start to st hack and chip and, well, I guess punch, try to punch their way through the, the six inches of stone. Do we stand here, or do we go upstairs, or out the window? I can't pick up the eye. I don't... I can't touch it anymore. Grab the eye, we'll go out the window. I will go down into the cellar to get the eye. Uh, it's at the bottom of the steps, in a little hole. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I yell at Horik, in that window there, is that a, is that a glass you know, regular casement window type of thing. Correct, yeah. That's the one that Shakar opened to let uh, Sparky out. Can I get down and back up? Uh, no, because you were prone before, but you can get down and you've retrieved the bag now. You're at the bottom of the cellar. But we'll kind of, again, we'll kind of going through the turn. The paladins come and you just hear them pounding on the other side of, of the wall. And as they do so, like you can see like grit and, and pebbles and, and dust kind of like falling off of it as, as they do. Is it... It's not snowing now, right? It's not. Uh, if we go out that window, how far away are we from the barn? Yeah, so to jump out the east-facing window, you would, yes, you would have to circle this building, um, hop over a fence or two, navigate through the, the snow drifts, uh, get up to the entrance of the barn to get in there and get to that, the opening into the, the tunnels. Is there uh, these 
Are these doors over here on the back side of the barn on the southern side? Mm-hmm. So we could go out the eastern window and then run over to that door and open it. Potentially. If it's potentially like, if it's open. Absolutely, yeah, potentially. Absolutely, potentially. <laughs> uh, I would know there's a door there, and there's a chance that we might be able to get into it. Yes, you have spent a bit of time in that barn. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go over to the window and climb out and yell back at Horik and Shakara, Out the window! And since I'm not doing anything else, I guess I can dash then, right? Yeah, absolutely. We have to kill them or they will follow us. To the barn! That's all I'm going to say and run. Shakara, you're going to see Hork kind of peer down the, the stairs. He kind of gives a wave to you. And uh, he'll, yeah, he follows Shaft. So, I mean, there's like a four foot drop maybe, right, from the bottom of this window to the actual snow, uh, which the snow itself is almost like, it's like five or six inches thick too, right? There was very heavy snowfall from it. So it's kind of like a soft, like, poof, as Hork kind of lands with his wade, right? And I mean, he, he follows Shaft uh, to the, the corner of, of the building. Shigara. I will cast Death Ward. <laughs> Grab the eye and run up. Okay. Uh, you still attuned to your cube uh, as the cubes do recharge at dawn. The first save that you would have to make is automatically succeeded with it. So you are fine currently. Now, obviously, if you get within 15 feet of both Shaft or Hork, uh, Shaft and Hork, they'll have to make a repeated save. Okay, so I will get as far as I can up the steps and as far out the window as I can go, leaving the huskies behind. Oh, I can I tell the huskies to attack the paladin? Yeah, sure. And then they'll so they'll start lumbering very slowly, climbing the creaky stairs. And, you know, as you're kind of turning to, to get out the window, chasing Shaft and Hork, they both kind of come in and they get to the top of the stairs. You see them kind of look around and then they just start beating on the deceased paladins, being the only things, only paladins in the room that they can see. <laughs> I mean, as long as they're not damaging themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that is hard armor and they're very decrepit. <laughs> The living ones that are on the other side of the wall. <laughs> Wait for them to come through and then attack them. Mad dash then. Shakar trailing 15 feet. Shaft back to you at the top. I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. And then I'm going to run about... I look at Horik and I sort of hold my hand up and I run about 15 feet out away from the building in the easter easterly direction. And then cut back, not leaving, you know, leaving footsteps out, casting past without a trace, and then coming back around to give the appearance that the, the footsteps are going out in that direction if they were to follow them. Which is not going to give me uh, a lot of headway here, maybe five or six, uh, five feet or so. And that's it, because I use the spell so I can't dash. Creating a false trail. Excellent. To the barn, right? Horik's going to... I'll, I'll say stay stay close to me. Them having been with me with Pass Without a Trace, I think they know about the distance, I would assume, right? Okay, yeah. Hork will then move forward. He's not going to dash, but he's going to kind of forge ahead. 
creating a, I guess not creating any type of uh, displacement of snow within the effects of uh, Pass Without a Trace. Shakara trailing behind, I assume, keeping again that, that radius distance. Yeah, I'll swing out uh, to the side of Shaft. It's 15 feet away, so I'm still within the Pass Without a Trace, but far enough away that he's not getting blue lighted. Okay, I get you. Okay, so you're kind of off to the left of Horik and Shaft moving towards the barn, and you hear from inside now the the final crack and and crumble of of the wall being punched through see the groan of the huskies <laughs> you can continue moving forward and so the we kind of go another round of, of you all moving and able to dash this time yeah as we're running can i drink the health potion uh yeah i mean that will mean you won't move as far as horror course last Shaft turn went. oh yeah okay yeah, yeah that's fine that's fine just that makes sense. That's better than nothing. Eight. As though this whore kind of still kind of out in front, keeping up with Shaft. You see nestled right of the, between the corner and the fence here of, of the farm that you're at is the figure in white, and he has his, his bow in hand. But actually what he, what he casts, the snow is finally displaced, not from your movements, but from grasping sprouting vines in this 20 by 20 foot cube as uh, the figure casts entangle. Climb up, you know, across your boots and up your legs and try to to do as the spell is titled. So each of you can make me a strength saving throw, please. You have advantage on saving throws against plants that are magically created or manipulated to impede your movement with land stride. Orc gets a 22. 18. Uh, 21. Despite the figure's best efforts, all three of you easily continue your movement and just breaking and snapping the grasping vines as you move through unimpeded. Able to continue uh, dashing as you get to the side of, of the barn, right? And you, you round uh, where you're finally losing sight of, of the ranger. The paladins now themselves you see two of are coming out the back door of the, of the building you were in one is out the window now on the other side of the fence uh continuing to give chase you make it to the the barn door try to open it <laughs> <laughs> you see it, it's like a big wooden door clearly on like a set of casters above it uh that would would sit on a, on a rail and it would slide back and forth Shaft, first one there. Uh, I guess with all, all three of you are kind of together, right? So there's um, Shaft, you, you reef on it, and immediately it doesn't it doesn't budge right away. Horik, help me with this. Shakara, shoot one of them things. One of them guys. <laughs> <laughs> Horik grabs a hold of the of the handle, and I'll let you I'll let you help him, right? I'll let you give him advantage. Okay. Uh, well, advantage is a fifteen. <sighs> Shakara, what are you doing? I would like to Scorching Ray, one of the paladins that I can see. Okay, absolutely. Uh, roll, roll me your hits. 23 for the first one. 13 and 21. Okay, two hits. Eight and then nine points of damage. All right, well done. Can you move behind the, the wall now so they can't see you? And then I will move behind the wall so they can't see me. But... Away, far enough away from Shaft and Horik that they don't get 
<laughs> I love I love this. I love on on rule twenty. You've got the aura of Shakara holding the bag, and then the aura of her paladin aura, not quite able to reach without inflicting <laughs> inflicting the the desecration effects of of the light. But Horrocks fifteen is 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 enough to wrench through, and you see flakes of rust kind of spewing off of the casters as they creak and groan, and finally begin to spin. As he gets the momentum of the door slowly at first before it just flies open. And each of you can get into the barn, I assume making a beeline for the opening into the tunnels. Yes. I mean, Horik and I can't shut the door. (laughs) (laughs) I will try to shut the door. Okay, yeah, once the free of of the the years-long rust... It's movable now on the casters. So Shigar closing behind, and uh, Shaffenhork obviously had to move almost to the other end of the barn here now, right? You're, you're like making, again, this kind of circle, circular motion ar- around this farmstead. And you see that, like, there's no, it's been cleaned up in here. Uh, there's no, there's no, like, dead darklings or Niogi from your, your battle, like, weeks and weeks ago. And it does look like the, door the cover above the the manhole essentially is what is right it's just a ladder that leads down has been since been replaced uh it doesn't look like there's any type of barring or lock on it okay i'll run over as i'm running over there to the what did you call it sort of the is is, what does it look like is it just like a wooden yeah it's like a circular wooden uh kind of similar to the trap door but essentially it's just like a uh a wooden circle, uh, it's like slatted, ta- almost like the t- a tabletop. Think of it as that you would just like literally slide off of the hole. Okay, so d- is it disguised in any way? Like it, nobody would know this was a a lid, or is it pretty obvious that it's very obvious that it's an opening of some kind? Like think of uh, think of like it kind of looks almost like a well. Um, there's there's not much of a a protrusion of it uh like obviously it doesn't it's not like three feet of, of like a brick circle work kind of thing like a well would be but there's very clearly a, a layer of of stone or an, or brick that the circle the cover rests upon uh so think of it as like a very very short it's a halfling well essentially is what it looks like with a cover on okay so as i'm running up i'll yell to horik i go there's a place we can go down over here that's where we killed Jovi. I'll tell you about it later. And <laughs> to grab onto the sides of this, is, is it like a ladder, did you say? Yes, there's a ladder going down. Sort of grab onto both sides, put my feet on both sides, and sort of slide down. You know how you can slide down the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. sides. And, uh, All right, make, make me an acrobatics. <laughs> Every time I do something cool. <laughs> 25. Oh, yeah, no problem. It, it is really cool. <laughs> Horik, uh, right behind you. Although he's not uh, as confident in uh, his acrobatic abilities, he will just climb normally <laughs> down the ladder. I thought he was going to slide and then land on top of me. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's just calling back, Hey, I'm not doing the guy. <laughs> yeah, but his last album sucked. <laughs> well, does it make sense? I don't know if it makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. I'm not going to do it. I was going to cast darkness on the cover of the well. But, I mean, they'll just... That's obvious where we went. Yeah, they right now they can't track us. So if you go down the hole and shut the lid. Go down the hole and shut the lid. 
Shakar, bring up the rear as, as you're moving towards the back of this barn. You see the figure in white again has stepped and circled out with his bow and is just going to take two last pot shots at you as you start to descend the ladder. 25 and a 23. Both hit. Total of 16 piercing from both hits. I assume Shaft and Horrock are continuing further down, getting away from the opening, knowing the how far away they need to keep from Shakara. Yep. They saw us! Move! Move! Yeah. Continue to dash down. If I recall right, this takes us to where all that uh, loot was at one point in time, right? You were led through a very extensive network of Darkling tunnels. And there, yeah, the last time you were down here... You saw uh, many pieces of artwork on display with uh, unlit torches kind of around either side of it, like every piece, right? Because it's complete darkness down here, obviously. Although there is a um, pretty nice blue glow coming from behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I got that blue glow. But none of that, none of that artwork or anything. We don't see that. Or that's further down, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean, you're just going to barrel into this maze of tunnels, right? Like, you gotta get away, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. You're, you're, you're running through twisting, I mean, right away you, you find yourself in a, in a very long hallway. Um, at least 100, 100 feet long. It's just stone. Uh, there are other, like, you, I guess you would call them rooms, but there's no doors or anything blocking them. If uh, Shaft remembers, when you were being led through here, you saw Darklings performing rituals uh, upon each other which you don't really know anything about but you see like you're passing those rooms in which you saw they were inscribing like glowing sigils into the skin of other darklings again a process that you didn't really get any more information about before you were locked in the back of the wagon uh, to be sent off to the mountains for the Niyogi but you're, 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 you're getting like into kind of familiar passageways you see empty pedestals where artwork, where bus once stood. Um, you you can see where the torches, unlit torches, were set up on the on the stone walls of um, the. It's and it's great. It's good stonework down here, right? You're not in the sewer system because you do know that there there is a separation between between the two, right? Now you did hand over maps of the sewer work in Darkling Tunnels that. Jolvi and Baklava had put together. You gave those to Samuel, so unfortunately you don't have those with you anymore. But you do not see or hear any signs of you being followed. Okay, so after we get a pretty good jaunt down there and we sort of stop and listen, we don't hear anything coming. I guess I guess we're going to try it to navigate our way. Is there any... Um, do we see any signs or any indications of Neogi, like tra tracks, Neogi tracks or anything like that on the ground? As the as the minutes kind of tick by as you are, I assume you're you're kind of back to a normal pace now. Uh, mm -hmm. Everyone kind of has caught their breath from, from the battle. And, you know, like 20 minutes of you wandering, essentially, kind of ticks by. And you do begin to see... Like, kind of like in the farmstead, um, signs of hatcheries. I don't know what kind of, uh, perhaps you'd pick up, like, tracks. Uh, obviously, there's there's old tracks in here. There's, you know, like, old boot prints and that distinguishable 
tracks, of, like Yogi tracks. Like what? I don't know what you call. What, what do you call the, a marking like a spider leg would work? You know, like they're not footsteps, are yeah. they? Like what would you even call them? They're like. Well, they're they're tracks still. Um, certainly, certainly. I don't know. Pokey tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I guess what I'm trying to f- sort of surmise there is if there are tracks, what they're, what creatures are they from and how long have they been there kind of thing. Is there something around here recently kind of thing? The Unhork, um, kind of keeping side by side, in, as these passages are 10 feet wide in, in most areas, with Shakara trailing about 15, 20 feet behind, right? Keeping you outside of the aura of the eye. You kind of round this corner, um, this bit of a, a bend in the, in the tunnel system, where it kind of branches and opens up into a few different passageways. But kind of at this kind of fork, you run into like almost like stumbling over as you turn into this a yogi, a, a, a deceased niyogi body, and it is, I mean, it looks it's a niyogi husky is what it is. It is desiccated like the bahir. It's completely dried out. If you were to touch it, it's, it's skin and and fur on its abdomen flake, and, and you depress them with a simple light touch as its body caves into whatever pressure, clearly having been affected by the, blue light. the effects of the tower, the blue light, exactly. Yeah. So I was just going to ask, I was going to ask you next, is this area of town what was covered within the blue, the blue light that... that the tower was emitting because it did cover most or a big portion of the city, right? It covered a large portion of Hannah's district specifically. Um, Why don't you go ahead and give me a survival check? Shaft, are we underneath your call now? 18. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yes, you are with, with the 18 in addition to the signs of this Nyoga, you are clearly under... Somewhere under Hannah's, Hannah's district of Drukal, which means you have moved more eastward now as you've been wandering these tunnels. Because where kind of the position where you were, if you think about it, the tower itself was closer to the northeastern quadrant of the city, where the farmstead would have been closest to the northwestern quadrant of the city. So you have now, you've crossed over essentially, moving eastward, southeastwardly uh, more accurately, into and under the city now. Would I have any indication? Uh, you know, we were under the, under Hannah's dis- district, we were under the, the Pussycat Palace at some point in time. Does this, um, does the structure of this look like that type of, you know, the rounded stonework, or is it more darkling carved? stonework kind of thing. Uh, so those those tunnels that you were in under the Pussycat Palace were Darkling tunnels, and the stonework itself does look similar. As you as you continue and venture further, I mean, really at this point, like, do you, do you have much of a choice of going further into the sewer system? You know, is there is there a specific way you would like to try and navigate? Because, like, while while the tunnels themselves look familiar... As far as the construction of them, the, it, it, as far as you were concerned, it's a stone tunnel. I mean, there's no real recognizable features that you could really pinpoint yourself being in or near as far as what you've seen. Yeah. I, I think 
our knowledge of like when we found the secret doors under the tunnels to be able to get out and and how the uh, you know the ladders lead up an area as I'm looking around going through the tunnels I'm looking for a way up you know if there's some kind of and also sort of looking and see if there's anything on the walls that might as we saw before under Hannah's place there are places that you can sort of sneak you know hidden passages or things such as that as you as you continue there like the the layout of the tunnels become less uh less i don't want to say sparse but i mean you see more passageways more forking paths uh so to speak as it's very clear that you have found yourself now in like the heart of where the darklings lived once and then occupied there are many of the it seems like the art pieces that they would have had to display though have been cleared out or, or or disposed of or something has happened to them as they're still not on display in any of these tunnels i suppose uh, you you could come to the conclusion that the niyogi do not care for uh the, the finer <laughs> Fine art, art. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so not uh, so that's missing and you find more desiccated corpses both of of darklings and niyogi and um and actually you you come across spend enough time down here you come across a few jackal wares as well. So definitely signs signs of struggle too between the, the, the two sides, you know what I mean? There was clearly conflict down here before the, the tower was activated, right? Further evidence of that conflict as well, you can see in many of the passageways that you're, you've navigated that substance, that like webbing strand uh, kind of attached to the walls, it just runs the length of many of these these tunnels. Same same material that you saw in the Yogi Cave that the Paladin camp was centered around. There's in many areas of it, it's been like severed and clearly like long stretches of it has have been disconnected. Um, you can easily tell that like fr- from weapon weapon markings in in the tatters that remain, the ends that remain uh, still attached to the walls. And it seems like that this, this network of, of web uh, is like, it's, it's, there's not much of it down here, but it's very clear that the Niyogi for the, the brief time that they were under the city before the blue light kind of drove them out, tried to set up this, whatever this, thing is used for now you don't you don't find any of the the like membrane navigation portal things that Thuff Younger had kind of explained to you how they work you don't find anything like that uh within the tunnels but it's just the the this thick kind of fibrous webbing sticky to the touch as well uh, if you're to to examine it a little closer um just kind of tacky right that's more evidence of, 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 of the Niyogi's influence down here in addition to the, the conflict that uh, they were clearly dealing with. Now it seems that the tower has done its job down here. You don't come across anything living so far. And as far as trying to keep them cleared out of these tunnels and at bay from under the city, this, the tower seemed to have, have, seems to have worked down here. And you finally come across where the sewer 
crosses over with the Darkling tunnels, and you get you find more of those rounded, like pipe-shaped structures with the set of stairs that lead and dip below, so you can still cross them. Uh, of which you, of course, recognize. Like, yeah, like Mia busted open one of these things to get us actually into the sewer system. Hey, we can we can get out here if we just get through here. We can find our way up, and there's got to be a way out. Um, so this is going to require us to like bust in, you know, break through this uh, stonework, I guess. Uh, I mean, you you could absolutely try to smash through, and you would be able to do. Again, you're. It doesn't seem like you're under any time constraints right now, so you certainly would be able to like break open the stone with enough uh, brute force. Uh, but you could also give me an investigation, as I believe. <laughs> pretty sure you know that there are there's like there's trap doors within the stonework f- to allow normal passageway between the two systems right okay yeah i'm gonna definitely uh, take a look around say we might have to bust through this thing but here let me look around a minute jeff did you hear what the paladins said when they first came in the room uh sort of they sammy wants his stuff back right he wants the weapons. How did he know we had them? Oh, that's a that's a good question. I didn't catch that. Well, apparently, uh, apparently he can see or know more than we think he can. Or do you think Mia opened her mouth once more? That's probably the logical choice. It's curious. Well, I don't think she did it to intentionally screw us. Hell, she doesn't even know where we are. And they found us rather quickly. Yeah, I think they can track that thing. The first did say he tracked us. For a while. Well, they could follow us in the snow pretty easy till... I don't know, till we were just out of range of the... The house there, that's, uh... So they must have tracked us at least that far. I guess it was not a very good place to spend the night. Well, let's see if we can find a way up here and then get that thing stuck in a box. What are you looking for? Remember when we we busted out? There's a remember that the way that looked. You can sort of move the stones a little bit, and it, it opens up into the sewer. Yes, yes. So I had a. 13. I rolled a nineteen. <laughs> I rolled a thirteen. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll give both of you advantage. Of course, that just means Shikara makes a normal roll. So I'll take her 19. But Shab, you have advantage. 21. Absolutely easily able to to find the 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 brick or the stone that you depress and then a little click. And you can swing open this trap door, essentially. Um, it's kind of a, right as the stairs begin to descend, right at like a, the top of it. Uh, it's like a three, four foot opening in the stone that kind of swings open. Again, like darkling size, right? Because they're like the size of halflings. Okay. So this heads out. So this, you step and you step through and you find yourself kind of uh, on the lip of like the semicircle of the drainage pipe, essentially, is of, of the sewer system now. Immediately, as soon as that click, the fetid smell of, of, of sewage kind of wafts right into into the darkling tunnel and but you're able to climb in and, and step through and essentially the the sewer system 
or at least what you've been into it more, more seems like it's it's laid out in a grid uh, as actually has a purpose uh, from uh, you know being <laughs> planned in, in a major city. So you can just follow it until you find a ladder, essentially. Okay. Just try to oh, keep your feet on both sides so you don't step that right in the. Smell. Yeah, yeah. It, it... Oh, it's almost as bad as your morning breath. Oh, glad glad you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll sort of lead the way and sort of do that little hop. You know, I assume there's like a uh, a little liquidy thing in the you know in the middle of the tunnel. I'll just sort of jump from both sides and you know, come on, Oric, Shakara, stay back fifteen feet <laughs> at least. <laughs> I can see, I can see better with that damn blue light, but it, I don't want it near me. I know, I know. Okay, you are able to find a, a ladder that looks like it leads up to some type of manhole and climbing it, and you can easily open and lift the the metal grating, essentially, and you find yourself in the streets of Drukal. Do I know where I am? Yeah, you certainly know that you are in, in Hannah's uh, district. You are kind of near the western edge of it. Kind of where, where like, Detmer's district and Lag's district would meet this, like, triple point, right? Where the edge of kind of all three of them would meet close to that. In the streets, though, immediately, like, you immediately recognize that there's nobody in the streets. And currently it is, it's evening time. Moving into, you know, as the sky is clearly darkened pretty significantly since you've been down in, in, the, in the tunnels now. You've been down there for, like, a couple hours at least and trying to navigate your, your way. You're you're well well approaching into into the night, and you don't see any type of lights um, or torches in the immediate vicinity. It just looks like it's completely deserted in the middle of the street. Come on up. There's there's nobody around. The whole place is well, it's sort of dead. Must the blue light must have killed everything. What about the eye? Uh, bring it with us. We'll go to uh, see Kepley. Uh, how far away is Kepley's from where we've came up? Uh, probably an hour or so. Unless you want to leave it down there. How far do we have to go? That's uh, a good hour walk. I do not want to leave it that far away. All right. Let's go. Let's just take our time and you know, sort of go back through the alleys. I know. I know the way. It might take a little longer, but we'll, we won't run into anybody. Clear the area. I'm coming up. Okay. Sort of move out closer to the, you know, side over by the buildings. And I'm just going to listen. I, I just don't, like, any kind of noises that would be attuned to, you know, people. No, you don't hear anything. It's kind of uh, eerily quiet in this section of the city. I guess let's just take our time. And I start walking, you know, try to take, walk up to the, sort of the corner of a building, sort of look around. If I don't see anybody, I cross over. Uh, if I see a, an, an alleyway or something that I know sort of gives us a shortcut or something, I'll take that. And, you know, just sort of give a, about a 15, 20 foot lead and then, you know, wave back at them to come along. So you're moving through this dark city with a glowing uh, blue behind you. Yes. <laughs> yep. All right. So you you near the edge of, of Hannah's district. 
like you, you also know that the portion of the city that the tower was was to affect was evacuated by the paladins. So I think it's pretty clear that the people that inhabited that portion of the city have not let been let back in or just have not come back in, I suppose. So that could explain why there's nobody around currently. And as you are progressing towards like deeper into the city, you do begin to to hear the sounds of an actual city, right? And like you say, navigating with your knowledge of, of the city, it's very easy for you to take shortcuts where, where they are. You don't see the people, but you can hear them, right? There's the sound, the sounds of large crowds is what you're approaching. And it seems like it's like a, like a, almost like a street party. You begin to hear music being played as it kind of wafts through the night. And uh, it sounds very, very jovial. You can smell smells of, of, of fresh cooked meat um, again in the air as well. And you can see as you, you cut through an alley and come out where it would merge out onto this kind of main thoroughfare, the, the torch lights of the city finally and just the, the, the sounds of partying getting louder and louder. No, I was going to stop and say, uh, say, sort of, you hear that? And point over in the direction. Sounds like there's a lot more people there. Let's go to the lead box store. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. So, uh, yeah, I just sort of, I'm going to try to stay out. Now, do I get the impression that this, since I know the city, where the noises are coming from, is there a way I, I don't want to, I don't want to get within the city. I don't want her walking around with the blue light in her bag through people. So I want to try to figure out a way to stay away from the noises and, and the sounds and try to get as close to Kepley's as possible without intervening with anybody. Is that possible? I mean, yes, but I, I, I will say like, you know, that the light that the eye is throwing, like you're, Shakar is not going to be able to move through the normal crowds of his city without somebody seeing that light. Okay, maybe we can get up close here, and then I'll go to Kepley's and see if we can figure out how to get a box. You and Horik can stay here. We don't want to be walking where people can see that that thing. Is there somewhere we can hide? Well, all these buildings are currently abandoned, so yeah. Is there a, like a tavern or something? Or I mean, there, there's certainly, you're kind of in like a residential area. There's plenty of homes that you could, that, like you say, do look like they're abandoned. All right, Hork and I will find a house. Here. And I will uh, cut off a lock of my hair, hold it in my hands for a moment, and hand it to you. So they're having a blue light party. A blue light outage party. <laughs> I will let you know where we are when we find a place. And I will hand you the eerie token. I take it and put it in my pocket. Okay, stay stay around. Let's get a little closer. I basically want to take them still in the sort of, you know, restricted area, but as close to where I would have to separate out to go to Kepley's where it would be safe for them to stay. Yeah, absolutely. And, and... You can kind of you kind of get to the point where you're looking down one of these shortcuts and you can finally see the crowds of people. And it seems like they're just roving 
the street, like a, the narrow view you have, right, of the the passing street. Just people everywhere, and everyone looks like they're celebrating. And amidst them, you do get, you see that there are still paladins of cultists essentially patrolling the occupied streets. There's paladins around. I'm gonna assume they got the message. I imagine they got a little drawing of us, huh? Can you disguise yourself? Um, I can... I can stick around okay. Be careful. Okay. And, uh, I look at Horik, I go, stay here, 15 foot away from her. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I'm going to head out, sort of walking uh, to try to get to sneak into Kepley's. I will recast Pass Without a Trace again to get some advantage on staying hidden. That's it. That's all we have for you. That's our show. Be sure to follow us on the social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all on the website, incorrigibleparty.com. You get all kinds of information there. Incorrigible Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design, you know. And all ambient sounds and music during the episodes are courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. And our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can you can find him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Now scram. Happy adventuring.